Hey guys, before we jump into the podcast, just want to give a quick shout out to a new product that I am absolutely loving right now. This is Air Tree Vitamin Spray. That's right, it's a vitamin spray. These guys are taking vitamins and nutrients and they've bottled it up into a spray that you simply spray onto your skin and you rub it in. So for Everybody who's dealing with digestive issues or you're your popping pills and you're your mixing powders and you're your dropping tinctures and you're, you know, you're walking around with pill boxes and you're going crazy taking like 30 different supplements a day, this bypasses all of that because you simply just spray this onto your skin, you rub it in, and it goes directly into your bloodstream. This is really the most effective way to absorb the nutrients that you're taking. So for listeners of the Holistic Nootropics podcast, Airtree is giving away two free bottles of their supplement. That's right, two free bottles of their spray vitamins. All you gotta do is go to holisticnootropics.com forward slash free spray and we'll send you the link to pick up two free bottles of this product. So you can choose between vitamin B12, vitamin C, vitamin D, melatonin, or hemp isolate. This is an amazing deal. All you gotta do is just pay the shipping, which is like six bucks, and these bottles go for like 35 bucks a piece normally. So again, just go on over to holisticnootropics.com forward slash free spray. Shoot us your email. We'll shoot you the link to pick up two free bottles of this stuff. And then on top of that, you get 20% off of future purchases. So one more time, head on over to holisticnootropics.com forward slash free spray. Boost your brain, boost your life. Let's get into the podcast. You're listening to the Holistic Nootropics Podcast, your home for holistic, evidence-based cognitive enhancement strategies. And now your host, Eric Levi. Hey, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Holistic Nootropics Podcast, where we talk about using nootropics, nutrition, and biohacking to help you, yes, you, hack the power of your brain. My name is Eric. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner. And today on the podcast, I am joined by Tony Shields from Fresh Cat Mushrooms. Tony is actually the co-founder of Fresh Cat Mushrooms. They're a leading brand in the mushroom-based nutrition space. And if you love mushrooms or you're interested in trying mushrooms or you just have like a general curiosity about mushrooms, this is the podcast for you because Tony is a mushroom master. We talk about all things mushrooms, the different mushrooms that are good for different things. If you wanna boost your brain, if you wanna boost your heart, if you wanna boost your immune system, there's a mushroom for that. And Tony is the man to tell you which mushrooms those are, and we talk all about that. We get into the weeds on talking about what makes a good mushroom product from a bad mushroom product. We talk about beta-glucans, we talk about fruiting bodies, we talk about mycelium, all the things you need to know to find yourself a good quality mushroom product, we talk about in this podcast. And if you are interested in actually getting mushrooms from someone like Tony from Fresh Cap Mushrooms, which I use Fresh Cap. I think they're an amazing mushroom brand. I think they are set to explode because the quality is 100% there. You can actually find links to the Fresh Cap store and all the things that me and Tony talk about at the show notes at holisticnootropics.com forward slash Fresh Cap. Now, if you do enjoy this podcast, please remember to subscribe, leave a nice review on iTunes or wherever you are listening to this podcast, Apple Podcasts. And if you want the visual component, you can check out the Holistic Nootropics YouTube page. And with that, amigos y amigas, please enjoy my podcast, my chat today with my good friend, Tony from Fresh Cat Mushrooms. Tony, welcome to the Holistic Nootropics Podcast. 
It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So this is gonna be a really fun conversation because we're talking about one of my favorite topics that I love to talk about, even though I, for the most part, don't know what I'm talking about. And that is mushrooms. So you're the mushroom man. You are the uh, founder of Fresh Caps. And uh, I've really fallen in love with your, uh, with some of your mushroom products. I've been drinking the, uh, the mushroom coffee, um, using the mushroom focus elixir. And um, that has a little bit of a coffee uh, a coffee edge to it, which I like, um, as opposed to other mushroom products I've used, your stuff feels like it's just way more potent. Um, and, uh, and, and I'd love to just kind of start off with, you know, your story in how you got into mushrooms, how you found, you know, the motivation to start a mushroom company and really what you guys do differently than, than most other mushroom companies out there. Sure. Yeah, no, I'd love to talk about that. And I don't know what it is about mushrooms, Eric, but I've been interested in mushrooms my whole life. It's honestly something I can't really explain. I've just always found them super intriguing and interesting and just thought they've always had so much to offer. So, I mean, like even as a kid, I remember walking around the forest and I'd be looking at mushrooms, you know, almost like finding Pokemon or something like that. Um, and then I, you know, I remember asking my mom to take me down to the garden center to buy a mushroom growing kit, which, you know, at the time uh, didn't really exist. Although, you know, you can definitely get those now and people can grow mushrooms at home. So, you know, I've always been super intrigued and interested in mushrooms. And it was probably about 10 years now, 10 years ago now that I started getting into growing mushrooms, just learning how they grow, starting to grow them at home on a small scale, uh, starting to see how you can take, you know, a tiny little fingernail worth of mycelium and, and grow pounds and pounds of mushrooms. And I started getting into it more and more. And, you know, that just continued to snowball. Eventually we started our own uh, small scale gourmet and medicinal mushroom farm. Uh, we started the website, freshcapmushrooms.com, to kind of teach other people how to grow mushrooms as well. And I just started noticing this wave of people being interested in not only how to grow mushrooms, but about just mushrooms in general. And it was around that same time that I really started looking into mushrooms for health and mushrooms for uh, immune health and all these other things that mushroom can do, you know, not, not only fun to grow and interesting, but also what they can do for our bodies. Um, and at the same time, I was realizing that a lot of the products currently on the market um, didn't really have all those beneficial compounds that actually give mushrooms their special properties. So we thought we could do better. Uh, we thought we could provide better mushroom products to the people that need them. And that's basically how we got started. So in, in 2017, we started to uh, sell our first mushroom supplement product, which is Thrive 6. And the response to that was just amazing. And uh, we just continue to, to grow the brand and, and the business ever since. Yeah. That, the, your, your mushrooms, you know, the, this, the, the mix I'm using, it just feels like it has more of a kick to it. You know, like it feels like it does the things that I've, that I've read mushrooms do. Um, you know, there's other mushroom products that I've used that, it, it just seemed like, okay, I was taking it and I was almost forcing myself into the placebo of like, it's working. Is it working? I think it's working. If I think it's working, that must mean it's working. And I don't know if it was working. And I feel like, you know, in just a little bit that I've used of yours, again, I've, I've used this focus product and I, I've personally been trying to, trying to wean off a of coffee. And then of course I get some mushroom coffee thinking that it didn't have coffee in it and I had coffee in it. So now I'm back on coffee, but 
it feels like it's a little bit better because it's mushroom coffee. But then even the Focus product, like I took some of that stuff and uh, and I gave some to my wife, and she she used it at like three in the afternoon, and she's super sensitive, and she was just like <laughs> she was just like up to like eleven o'clock just working nonstop, and I had a very similar thing. And there's no, she's like, what did you give me? Was it did you give me coffee? I'm like, no, there's absolutely no coffee in this product. So so right. clearly there's something that it must be the purity, or I, I know mushroom mushroom quality can vary, you know, depending on how you grow them. There's, there's clearly something that you guys are doing with your mushrooms that, um, did you sprinkle some substance in there? Um, but, uh, uh I love to, t- I know that, um, that the way that you can grow mushrooms really, dep- uh, uh, or the way that you can grow and package mushrooms, um, is very important in the overall product. So maybe you can talk a little bit about your guys's, um, your guys's method of, of getting mushrooms out to customers. Yeah. And for any of the people listening and for yourself as well, like if you've ever tried mushroom products and you really haven't felt the difference, there's a really good chance it's because the mushroom product you're trying doesn't actually contain any mushrooms. And usually when I say that people are kind of surprised, like, what do you mean? How can somebody sell a mushroom product that doesn't contain any mushrooms? And it's what's happening across the whole mushroom supplement industry. And I, it's one of the biggest secrets, biggest unknown things in the mushroom supplement industry is that a vast majority of the products out there, don't contain any mushrooms. What they are is basically rice or grain or some kind of filler substance. And the reason that is, is because some people figured out that, hey, we don't have to complete the whole mushroom life cycle. We don't actually have to grow the mushrooms. We can just grow the mushroom mycelium on grain, grind that up, call it mushrooms and sell it to people. And this is what's happening all over the place. And without getting too technical, I guess I'll kind of back up a little bit and just explain what mycelium and what myceliated grain is versus something called fruiting body and why that makes such a big difference. So, you know, as, as people know, mushrooms start from spores, not seeds. And the spores eventually um, sporulate into something called mycelium. And if you've ever been walking through the forest and you lift up a piece of moss or, you, you know, you, you crack open a log and you see that white filamentaceous stuff growing throughout the substrate or under the moss, that's mycelium. And that can be kind of thought of as like the roots of the mushroom. Um, and eventually what happens is that mycelium will turn into these little fungal knots and that will eventually create a fruiting body. And a fruiting body is a technical word for what we all know as a mushroom. Um, just a simple example of this. I have two things. If anyone's listening to this, uh, basically right here is a jar of grain with mycelium on it. And in my other hand is a fruiting body of a lion's mane mushroom. And you can see these are obviously two very different things. Uh, this is primarily rye grain that's got the mycelium over it. But when you shake it up and you break it up, you can see that it's mostly rye grain. It doesn't actually have almost any mushrooms in there whatsoever. Whereas this fruiting body, the actual mushroom part of the mushroom, contains all of those beneficial compounds that actually make a difference. So I'm talking about beta-glucans. Um, in the case of uh, lion's mane, you have your hericinones and your aranacines, those compounds that are beneficial for brain health. In reishi mushroom, you have triterpenes. So all of those beneficial compounds or the things that really give mushroom superpowers are contained within that fruiting body. Um, so that's what you got to look for if you want. And that's probably why you're noticing a difference is because we use nothing but the fruiting body of the mushroom, which actually contains those beneficial compounds. And if they're properly extracted, um, that's when you're going to feel those benefits aside from taking something that's primarily rice grain or rye grain, or even oats sometimes. So if I hear you right, 
a lot of these other companies that are selling mushroom products, they are selling the mushroom product, but you're getting essentially like the grain that it's grown in so, or the grain that it's grown um, within. Uh, and it's almost like a, like a cost saving thing because you can probably grow a lot of grain for a lot cheaper than you can and a lot quicker than you can like an actual fruiting body of a mushroom. Exactly. I mean, mushroom cultivation, yeah, it's, it's a long process and it can be kind of expensive, but, you know, growing the mycelium out on grain is, is cheaper. And the mycelium itself is actually pretty beneficial. There's a lot of beneficial compounds within the mycelium. So if you get like a pure mycelium extract, it can be pretty good, obviously. But again, going back to the, what the product is mostly is grain, because it might be like 80 to 85% grain starch and just a little bit of mycelium. So, and, and that's why if you, you know, if you, if you look at some of these products, you can look at five different mushrooms, chaga, turkey tail, reishi, lion's mane, and they'll all look and smell the same. They'll look and smell like oats or rice or whatever. That's because they're, they're basically oats or rice. Whereas you use, you know, pure fruiting body products, they all have their own individual characteristics and taste and flavor and smell and obviously effects. So, yeah, I mean, myceliated grain or mycelium on grain is not necessarily a bad thing. It's not nefarious. It's not bad for you. Um, but it just doesn't have that effect. It's, it's kind of a lot of filler, um, and, and probably not the best way to, to spend your money if you're looking to buy mushroom supplements. And what about the extraction process uh, of these mushrooms? Like, you know, it, it feels like when you're doing it at scale, um, does it require any extra, I don't know, like, like preservatives or fillers or, or things like that, that could, that could take away from the, um, uh, you know, from the quality of the original mushroom or, or how do you guys work with that? Yeah, that's a super good question, actually. And uh, to back it up a little bit, so these these compounds that we're using that our body interacts with, beta-glucans, triterpenes, et cetera, these aren't easy to get over to the mushroom. So if you were to just eat the mushroom, your body has a really hard time breaking that down because mushroom cell walls, aren't our bodies aren't able to actually properly break that down and extract the compounds out of them. And that's why we need to perform extractions to actually pull those beneficial compounds out. And there's two ways to do it, depending on what compounds you have or what compounds you're trying to get out, but they're both supernatural processes. So the one, the main one that we do is called the hot water extraction, which is basically like making a tea. So you can imagine if you make a tea or even make coffee, you know, you soak it in hot water or you pour hot water in it and the hot water is able to break down those walls and pull out those water soluble compounds into the final extraction. And then that water can be spray dried into a powder, which is what you see in our products. Um, and beta-glucans, the compounds that are responsible for the immune boosting benefits of mushrooms are water soluble. So if you do make a mushroom tea or you use just a hot water extraction, it's gonna pull out those beneficial beta-glucans. But there's other compounds in mushrooms that are valuable that aren't able to be extracted with hot water. And those are compounds like triterpenes, but those are alcohol soluble or fat soluble. So you can pull those out with an alcohol extraction, um, which again is just, you know, totally natural process and alcohol extraction. So typically what is done for mushrooms, if they have both of those different compounds in them and you want to get the most, uh, it's, it's something called a dual extraction. So you do an alcohol extraction and a hot water extraction, and then combine those two final products to get a dual extraction, which has all of those beneficial compounds together. So yeah, to answer your question, there's no like weird chemicals or fillers or anything to get those, those uh, compounds out. It's just water and alcohol. 
Right. Yeah. That, that makes sense. And, and it's great to preserve the, um, the, I guess the naturalness of the, of the product, you know, cause right. that's the thing about it, the, the supplement space is it's, it's filled with so many products. Um, you know, that you think about a product like mushroom, you think like, Oh, it's natural. Oh, I eat mushrooms. Oh, I can drink mushrooms as tea. And then you get it as a powder. And, you know, a lot of times you'll look on the label of a lot of these different products and it's like sodium dioxide and, you know, all of these different preservatives, there's more preservative than there is actual products. So, um, you know, I try to stay away from the stuff like that, but it sounds like you don't, you guys don't use any of that stuff. No, not at all. And actually, even for the capsules, I mean, that's kind of hard to do a lot of the times for like mushroom capsules. You'll see other ingredients there that are used as what's called a flow aid. And that's basically just something that makes it easier for the, the product, the mushrooms to like flow into the capsules. But we formulated ours so we don't even need any flow aids whatsoever. So, yeah, it's just the mushroom extracts and, and nothing else. Um, and again, for a lot of these flow aids and stuff, sometimes they're not not bad. Like some of them are just made from rice flour or whatever, but it's just, you know, extra stuff that you might not need to put into your body, or you might not be aware of the fact that you're putting that into your body. So yeah, we like to keep everything pure and natural. And luckily with mushrooms, you can. So do you recommend, or I shouldn't say, do you recommend, but let's say, you know, I'm, I'm in a spot where, um, I'm a student. Okay. And you know, I got, I got a full-time class schedule, you know, I'm trying to have a life. I'm trying to like stay up on my grades or, or I'm like a, like a high performing executive. I just need my brain to work faster. Like what do you think is a good mushroom for, or, or mushroom stack for just making your brain work better, like to feel sharper, to get rid of the brain fog, to, to, to increase memory focus, being a mushroom expert, you know, what would you do if that was you not to say, you know, (laughs) running a mushroom company, uh, isn't you, but you know, let's say you were running a different company, you were on wall street. I don't know. Um, (laughs) what would be, what would be like your mushroom of choice for, for high performance? Well, definitely the mushroom of choice for nootropic or for cognitive function is a mushroom called lion's mane. I've already mentioned it a couple of times, but lion's mane is amazing, not only for its ability to support the immune system, but also for its ability to support cognitive health. And that's because of two special compounds inside of the lion's mane mushroom called heresinones and erinacines. And again, for anybody watching this, uh, the video of this, this is a lion's mane mushroom right here. It almost kind of looks like a brain, which is kind of cool. Um, and there's actually been lots of interesting, like, uh, double blind placebo controlled clinical studies on lion's mane and its effect on cognitive function. Um, but of course, on top of that, there's all sorts of anecdotal evidence, you know, a lot of people that use lion's mane mushroom, um, for that cognitive effect. Um, of course, with any supplement or any nootropic or anything, like if you're not doing any of the other things, right, it's not going to have as much of an effect. So like, if you're like sleeping four hours a day and eating like garbage, like lion's mane mushroom is probably not going to make a big difference. But like, if you have all that foundational stuff already, and then you're layering something like lion's mane on top of it, um, a lot of people find some incredible, incredible benefits, especially for like brain fog and just mental clarity and overall a feeling of, of, of being able to be more productive. Um, I've experienced this myself actually with lion's mane mushroom and it's one of my favorite mushrooms that I'm always, uh, always using, but there's other mushrooms that might help in other ways. And I like to kind of think about them as like their own kind of super superhero or like superpower. So for example, if you want to improve your cognitive function, um, one thing you can do is just get better sleep, right? I mean, sleep makes a huge difference in how we feel throughout the day. Um, so one mushroom that's 
typically used for relaxation and kind of helping your sleep cycle is a mushroom called reishi. The scientific name is Ganoderma lucidum. And this is an ancient mushroom. It's been used for thousands of years. It's been called a spirit mushroom. Um, it really is an amazing mushroom. And a lot of people use it for sleep, which in turn kind of helps, you know, your, your function during the day. So a lot of the times these mushrooms can be used in, in different ways, be stacked together using conjunction. Um, one more mushroom that's kind of of the same ilk is called cordyceps mushroom. Um, in nature, it actually grows on bugs. It's kind of like a zombie fungus, but luckily it can be cultivated, which is what we do. And cordyceps mushroom improves the way that we utilize oxygen. So it really helps with energy and endurance. And of course, as you can imagine, if we're being more efficient with our oxygen use, we're getting better exercise, that's gonna help with cognitive function as well. So a lot of time it's a balance and everybody's physiology is, is different. And again, you know, disclaimer, I'm not a doctor, just a, a guy who's super stoked on mushrooms. Um, so yeah, a lot of people find different benefits by using these mushrooms in different ways. But like a good place to start is to think of the character of the mushroom, whether it's typically used for energy or immunity or sleep or cognitive function and, and start there and see what works for you. And are, are there any um, like specific ways of using the mushrooms to get like in combination? Do you have any like cheat codes with the mushrooms you use? Like, you know, in the morning, I'll put a little lion's mane with some cordyceps at night. I'll, I'll throw some, uh, you know, to, to boost my sleep. I'll, I'll throw some reishi with some turkey tail or something, or is it just kind of one mushroom for one time a day? And assuming that, you know, everyone's different, everyone has their own kind of outside circumstances. But um, again, being a, you know, a mushroom, a mushroom master like yourself, you know, do, do you find that, um, th that there's any kind of mushroom, I guess uh, the cheat codes, you know, for lack of a better way to say it, um, that you find help for certain things. Yeah, for sure. Um, so if you wanted to look at, I mean, mushrooms in general, sometimes they're not as acutely acting. So some people will feel the effect right away. So like, for example, um, you know, they want to concentrate better. So they'll have some lion's mane or they're, they're going to work out. So they'll have some cordyceps. Um, but for other people, it's kind of like a longer, uh, you know, it's a natural product that takes a little longer to come on, maybe like two weeks of consistent use. So if that was the case, it wouldn't really matter too much what time of day you take it. So again, everybody's different, but what a lot of people do and like what I do myself is say I want like a good pre-workout or something. I might mix some cordyceps mushroom into my smoothie. Um, if I want to relax, I might add some reishi mushroom to kind of a nighttime tea or take some reishi mushroom at night to kind of help me calm down. Um, you know, lion's mane typically use it kind of in the morning to kind of help me, uh, you know, get my, my brain firing up and getting, you know, getting my brain firing on all cylinders. Um, so you definitely can use these different mushrooms at different types of day. Uh, but quite often what will be more the case is just kind of using them over a longer period of time. Um, what I've actually personally found the most benefit from is just a blend of mushrooms. So quick personal story, like I, I'm the kind of guy, I used to get sick all the time. Like this was like five or six years ago, but anytime there was anything going around or like any kind of cold or flu or whatever, I would always get it. I'd be sick. Like every four months, it was like clockwork, right? Um, which meant obviously my immune system was just not operating properly for whatever reason. But I kid you not, since I started taking mushrooms, just like a blend of mushrooms, I have not been sick since. And that's been like, I want to say like five years now. Um, and, you know, again, this is totally anecdotal for me, although there has been some research done on it. But for me, it's totally anecdotal. And it's like, I could feel it coming on and I would like super dose my mushrooms. And then 
you know, within a couple of days, it would just never quite get me. It would, I would never quite get fully down. Um, and it's like your immune system is ready to kind of just take anything on a lot easier. So, and, and that's the thing that, um, kind of groups all mushrooms together. They all have these things called fungal beta D glucans, which are actually able to activate the human immune system, which is why they have all these other cascading effects. Yeah. I've, I've definitely heard of the immunomodulatory benefits of mushrooms, specifically, I believe it's chaga, chaga, turkey tail. I think I've heard cordyceps, um, is like that. Um, and the, the immune system is interesting because, you know, especially in this time of COVID, everyone's talking about, well, how do I boost my immune system? And, you know, being a holistic practitioner, you know, one thing that I notice is that people have problems with too much, uh, activated immune response that's leads to their autoimmunity. Right. And it feels like something like, um, like a mushroom, like, like chaga or one of these immune beneficial, um, mushrooms is a good way to, to, to almost keep the immune system in check, make it go when it needs to go, but help bring it back when it needs to calm down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that actually, that uh, that's a really good word is immunomodulation. And, and that doesn't necessarily mean boost your immune system. I mean, it could mean that, but sometimes it, it kind of reigns the immune system in a little bit, right? So immunomodulation supports your immune system and it can, it has this amazing property where it can both, you know, support an underperforming immune system, but also attenuate an overactive immune system. So, um, of course, this is going to be, this is going to be different. I mean, like there's obviously people with serious autoimmune conditions, which, you know, might want to obviously consult with a doctor, natural healthcare practitioner to see if it actually, you know, if this is the right thing for them to do. But in general, yeah, mushrooms are known as an immunomodulator and they have that amazing property both supporting and attenuating uh, the immune response. And when you think about that, like before COVID anyways, like, you know, immune system talking about it was like kind of boring. People were like, oh, whatever, it's just doing its thing. But when you think about it, like, you know, that's really the, the first line of defense and like the foundation for like everything else in our body, right? Because if we have a poorly functioning immune system, nothing else is going to work that great. So it, it's really foundational. It's important. And I think that's one of the things that gives medicinal mushrooms uh, such promise in, in all these other effects that they, they have on us. Hey, everybody, just wanted to take a second to break away from the podcast to tell you about my favorite pre-formulated nootropic stack. That is MindLab Pro. I, I look at MindLab Pro kind of like a, a nootropic multivitamin. If you're a, a nootropic newbie, this is a great nootropic stack to start with. Even if you're an experienced nootropic user, maybe you've been putting together your own kind of different stacks using different nootropics together, and maybe you've hit a plateau, maybe you just haven't found the, the one that works right for you, maybe you found something that worked right, and then you try to pair it with something else, and, and the whole thing kind of fell apart, and then that original nootropic doesn't work for you. MindLab Pro is pre-formulated. It's made by scientists, so they actually pre-formulate it with the right amounts, the right ingredients, 11 research-backed nootropic ingredients, by the way, that are proven to help boost your cognition, your memory, your focus, your mood, all those benefits you look for out of a nootropic, especially a nootropic stack, you're gonna get with MindLab Pro. You've got citicoline, which is gonna boost your acetylcholine production. It's gonna boost dopamine. It's gonna boost your focus. It's gonna boost your memory, your process 
processing speed. You've got phosphatidylserine, which is going to help you with nerve growth factor. It's got glucose metabolism enhancement. You've got the modulation of the HPA axis. It's going to help your energy levels. It's going to help your mood. It's going to help your stress levels, which is so important. You've got Bacopa monnieri. You've got rhodiola, an amazing adaptogenic herb. You got one of the most popular nootropic or holistic nootropics out there, lion's mane mushroom. You're getting that nerve growth factor, literally growing new brain, promotes healthy brain cell function. So many amazing benefits from lion's mane. You've also got things like maritime pine bark extract, and of course, N-acetyl-L-tyrosine, which is going to help boost dopamine levels, and of course, norepinephrine levels. So if you need a boost in mood, if you're dealing with some depression, if you just need to be a little bit more lively, let's say you're, you're, you're kind of falling apart, going out in social situations, assuming you're, you're breaking your social distancing, you're going out, you need a little N-acetyl-L-tyrosine. And then of course, one of the classic great nootropics, L-theanine, hit that alpha brainwave, get into flow. If you're trying to pair something with coffee to take the edge off a little bit, or, or if you're just getting rid of caffeine in general, L-theanine is a great nootropic amino acid. And then you have the cofactors, the B vitamins to help really put everything together, B6, B9, B12. You know, it's like you can have all these amazing nootropics together, but if you don't turn on the fire, if you don't stir the pot, that's what the B vitamins do. They help get everything together so that it's metabolized. It hits your brain. It works the way it's supposed to do. Right now, we have a deal with MindLab Pro directly through holisticnootropics.com. You get three months of MindLab Pro with an extra fourth month for free. Just go on over to holisticnootropics.com forward slash MindLab Pro. Again, holisticnootropics.com forward slash MindLab Pro. Get one free month of MindLab Pro with the purchase of three. You can't beat this deal. The nootropic multivitamin MindLab Pro, my favorite. Okay, let's get back into the podcast. Yeah, it, it's really it's really exciting, you know, especially when you when because I've I've seen the research with with a lot of these different mushrooms and it's like, you know, whether it's the immune system or, you know, one thing that excites me about um, lion's mane is BDNF. You know, you can literally grow more brain, you know, which is uh, which is really cool, which, again, you know, you can't feel that happening. But if you're somebody who's trying to learn a new skill or you're trying to, um, you know, you're or you're trying to get to the next level in whatever you're doing, it's it's such an important um, aid to have with you in that journey. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really glad you mentioned that, because, I mean, that is definitely getting into the weeds but with BDMF, BDNF or brain derived and trophy factor. I mean, the, the fact that like this, this mushroom can assist in creating that is really, really cool. And um, I'm sure you're aware or your listeners are aware of uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick just released this like mega article on BDNF, BDNF and in there she talked about um, lion's mane mushroom and, and, and referenced some of these mo more recent clinical studies that was done. So if anyone wants to dig a little deeper, it's a great place to, to check it out. Yeah. And then, I mean, you throw on top of that, you get, I remember I saw somebody talking about, you know, their, their preferred stack before they go to bed is Rishi and lion's mane. And it, it, because the Rishi calms you down, but then the lion's mane almost kind of gets your brain going in the background. So you can, um, cause I wear the aura ring. So I'm tracking my REM sleep, my deep sleep. Um, and my REM sleep is just, it's just so hard to get my body to, to flick on to, to REM, you know, but that's such a restorative mode of sleep. And it almost requires your brain to be a little bit more active at mm -hmm. night. So it almost seems like, I mean, again, I have no data to back this up, but something like lion's mane, if you're using it in the day can almost maybe 
and I don't expect you to <laughs> confirm or deny this, but uh, could be a tool for for helping you with um, with these different stages of sleep as well. Oh, definitely. And you know, I think that's just a good point that there's such a blue ocean of of research that can be done on these things. I mean, like medicinal mushrooms are not a new concept in, in some parts of the world, but like in North America, it's still kind of like people are like, what? Like, what's a medicinal mushroom, right? So there's so much research that can still be done. Um, that's super promising. Like, I mean, there's a perfect example right there. Like how does lines mean affect, uh, REM cycles or does it, right? Like, could, could that be beneficial? A lot of people say it does help. So let's like, let's look into that and put some data behind that and see if we can actually figure out what's happening there. Right. So yeah, super interesting topic to, to dive into. Where, I'm just curious, where did, it almost seems like the mushroom thing has exploded in the last maybe five to 10 years, but it, is this like a new thing you think in the U S uh, and you're in Canada, we won't judge you for that, but, uh, <laughs> is, is this like a newer thing? People being into mushrooms like this, do, do you know where it came from per se? Are there like more, I guess, traditional cultures that have been using mushrooms in this way that, you know, now in the biohacking space, it's like, you got to have a mushroom. You know, you got to have a mushroom yeah, yeah. in your supplement drawer. Right. But yeah. I don't remember, you know, maybe I was too young to remember, but like in the nineties, anybody ever talking about mushrooms other than like mushrooms on a pizza. Right. Um, okay. So I'm curious, are there more, are there other cultures where mushrooms were, were used in this sort of way that you know of? Oh, definitely. I mean, if you go to China, for example, and you look at uh, traditional Chinese medicine, I mean, mushrooms were, uh, it's just an over, it's part of the, the medicine, the materia medica, right? They've been using these mushrooms for some of them literally for thousands of years. We talk about reishi mushroom, right? It's been um, more recently been cultivated, but like for the longest time been wild harvested and revered and used as all sorts of, for all sorts of different ailments, right? And, and there's a really interesting history of all of these mushrooms. But even today, like if you were to go to Southeast China, how deeply mushrooms are ingrained into every aspect of the culture is absolutely incredible. Um, you know, they're, they're grown everywhere. They're respected everywhere. Their uh, extracts are used and, you know, they're, they're prescribed. And it's a very common thing. Like, it's not surprising at all for people to be using uh, medicinal mushrooms in, in China. It's relatively new in North America. And I think that's just because, you know, some people start using it and, you know, they tell their friends and then more companies are created and they're promoting these products. And I think it's one of those things that has its own energy because it works. It makes a difference, right? I mean, if somebody was to try and introduce a new supplement product that didn't do anything, like that would die out after a couple of years, right? Whereas mushrooms seem to have their own, um, their own force behind it. And, you know, we even see it in our own company. Like we get people phoning us all the time saying, oh my God, like I would have thought, like I tried mushrooms for this. I haven't been able to, to make a difference for the longest time and mushrooms are all of a sudden making a difference. I'm telling all my friends about it, their friends tell their friends and more, more people get into it. Um, and then you see things like, you know, Paul Stamets on, on Joe Rogan's podcast, you know, those kind of things happen and more and more people learn about it at once. So it's one of those things that's getting more popular because um, it has value and it works and people are getting a lot of benefit from it. So it's just going to naturally get more popular in North America. Are there any other supplements that you find certain mushrooms work well with, you know, like, um, uh, like for instance, maybe like something like uh, cordyceps and magnesium, for instance, or maybe like, uh, you know, lion's mane and L-theanine, you know, I personally know of a, of a nootropic stack that uses lion's mane with like eight other nootropics, um, you know, L-theanine, 
choline, um, phosphatidylserine, things like this. Um, I'm wondering if you know, like of any other nootropics or supplements that, that pair really well with some of these different mushrooms. Yeah, for sure. And, um, this is more, uh, Tegan's area of expertise. She's my business partner, also my wife and, and co-founder of fresh cap. Um, but actually we, we did just develop, uh, three new products and two of them use mushrooms as the main ingredient, but pair them with other ingredients that seem to work really well. So for example, um, with the focus blend, like you were talking about earlier, we have that extract of lion's mane mushroom, which is great for cognition, which is why we call it focus. But we've also paired that with a spearmint extract and not just any spearmint extract. This is a clinically studied spearmint extract called Numentix. And it's actually been studied for uh, benefits for cognition, for focus, for productivity, um, uh, for memory. And those two things together seem to be really acutely and long-term uh, powerful. So, yeah, I mean, it makes sense, right? Like what are the, what are the aspects of mushrooms that pair well with other supplements? You just find supplements that, um, kind of rhyme, right? So lion's mane is good for the brain, spearmint is good for cognition. You put that together, it's likely to be a very powerful thing. Um, similar to the, the nighttime blend that we just came out with called Unwind. It has reishi mushroom in there, which again is good for relaxation, for sleep, for calmness. So we've paired that with other things that are good for relaxation and sleep and calm, like magnesium, uh, like L-theanine. Um, there's some peppermint in there and some chamomile. So it's a really soothing beverage. And it seems like all those things together really help with relaxation and sleep. So again, that's a really great thing about mushrooms is each one kind of has their own character. So you can easily pair it with things that also have that character and get kind of a, uh, you know, an effect that, that is synergistic in nature. Yeah. Mushrooms are such an interesting texture to these, to these formulas because they're not, they're not an herb. They're not a mineral. They're not an amino acid. They're like this fungus. And I, I believe it's like what we know about fungus right now, it, it's really in its infancy, you know, like I think about this kind of dichotomy of fungus in these medicinal mushrooms are amazing. The, the plant medicine mushrooms are out of this world. And then, but you have this other side of fungus, which is like the bad fungus, right? Like the candida that grows in your stomach, uh, or of course, like the poisonous mushrooms. So it's, it's such a wild topic that, you know, that I know at least like in candida research, they just discovered this thing. Like, I think they called it the, um, oh, the micro, uh, something, something about the, the microbiome, but like the, the fungus microbiome. And it's even more complex than the bacterial microbiome. So it's, it's such a, it's such an interesting world that, uh, that fungus lives in. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a kingdom, uh, you know, in itself. So it's, it's different than the plant kingdom is different than the animal kingdom. And I think it's very, underrepresented in underrepresented in the research and the literature. Um, but it's very interesting to look at. And I think you made a really good point when you said there's, you know, there's some mushrooms that provide health and medicinal benefits. Um, there's some mushrooms that will, you know, literally take you on a magical adventure and, and do all sorts of crazy things to your brain that also have a lot of promise in the medical field. And then there's other mushrooms that will literally kill you. So like, yeah. it's, a, it's a very interesting kingdom to be looking at and they can have such powerful effects on human physiology that, uh, and, and on the, and on the environment too, which is a whole other topic, but, um, it's, it's something that I think we should be looking at a lot more. Now, do you know any mushrooms, maybe, um, you know, one of the ones you sell or any mushrooms that are out there that are good for, for the heart, like good for heart rate, blood pressure. Um, I've really been digging into this idea of heart rate variability contrasted with heart rate. Um, 
and, and, you know, just trying to use that as a way to, to tap into parasympathetic, sympathetic, um, it's real geeky, but, uh, you know, I've, I'm, I've, even though like I'm into brain health and I'm into this nootropics thing, I think there is a heart brain connection. That's very important. So, um, I'm wondering if any of these, uh, mushrooms are work well with the heart. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, again, not being a doctor, I always hesitate to recommend things, but I would say the two mushrooms that I've had, um, studies done in this area and are obviously showing some promise is reishi mushroom has had a lot of studies done for cardiovascular benefit. And my take mushroom has had studies done on like blood sugar, blood pressure, um, and all that kind of stuff. So the two mushrooms I would suggest looking into, if you're interested in that would be yeah, reishi mushroom or lucidum and my take mushroom or rufola frondosa. Um, the interesting thing about my take is it's one of these mushrooms that's both a powerful medicinal mushroom, but it's also a delicious gourmet mushroom. So, um, you know, people can also get benefits that way as well. If you're like, if you're into cooking, there are some of these medicinal mushrooms that you can get benefit from um, and enjoy them as well in, uh, in a gourmet form. And my talk is one of them. So it's kind of interesting. And do you, uh, this is kind of a weird question to ask, but do you actually grow your own mushrooms like at your home, you know, other than like your, your work mushrooms or... So yeah, I, I grow mushrooms at home for fun. It's like a hobby of mine. And I still like producing a lot of content to teach other people how to grow mushrooms. Um, that was really surprising to me. Like when I first got into this, I started the website cause I thought like I wanted to like document what I was doing. And when I found out how many people were actually benefiting from that and like starting to grow their own mushrooms at home, like it blew my mind and it, it's continuing to grow every day, especially through the pandemic. Like there's so many people growing mushrooms at home, which I think is really cool. So yeah, I still do that on a hobby scale for sure. Um, but yeah, the, the mushrooms in our products, I don't grow at home. We work with, <laughs> we work sure. with lots of organic growers for that. Yeah. Yeah. This pandemic has really brought out all of our inner, uh, like farmers, uh, yeah. you know, our gardeners, I think like one of the like hottest selling things during, like at least at the beginning was like gardening sets and uh, all these websites that teach you how to garden at home or just blowing up. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah, no, I think it's great. I mean, like, why not, uh, why not learn to grow mushrooms at home or grow other things? I mean, a lot of people think it has to be super complicated, but not necessarily, right? Like, We've got one video teaching people how to grow oyster mushrooms in a five gallon bucket. And it's super easy to do. Anybody can do it in their backyard. And, uh, you know, it, it produces pounds and pounds of delicious oyster mushrooms. Uh, lion's mane is a mushroom that's pretty easy to go grow. You can get lion's mane kits and you can grow them on your countertop at home if you wanted to. Um, you know, it's probably not the most efficient way to do it if you want to supplement with it, but it's still kind of a fun project, teaches you about the life cycle of the mushrooms. And, and then at the end of the day, you end up with some, some lion's mane mushroom you can enjoy. So highly recommend. And you, you have those, you have videos about that on your website? Yeah, uh, mainly on YouTube. Uh, I mean, it's on our website as well, but like if you want to learn about growing mushrooms or YouTube channels, definitely, definitely the place to do it. Um, we don't sell any growing supplies anymore. We used to, uh, but we don't, but um yeah. If anybody ever reaches out to us and they want recommendations on like, Hey, I want to start growing mushrooms. Like what's a kit to use or something. Um, we're happy to point them in the right direction. That's awesome. That that's so cool that like you started off just teaching people how to grow mushrooms or even just kind of documenting your own journey and growing mushrooms. And now it's, now you're selling mushrooms and you're selling really good mushrooms too, which is, uh, which is cool. Yeah. We're excited about it. It's been a fun journey. I mean, like I said, when, when we first got into this, I was kind of like, 
you know, weird because like it was super niche and like nobody was really into this. But now it's it's blown up into this big thing where, like you said, you know, even in, in your field, like people need to have mushrooms in their stack. Right. And, and it's becoming more and more popular every day. So it's really cool to see. And we've had a lot of fun putting it out in the world. Yeah, that's great. So the best place for people to go if they want to pick up your mushrooms is freshcaps.com. Yeah, just freshcap.com. Uh, we're also on Amazon. Uh, so either of those things work and, um, yeah, that's, that's where we're at. Cool. So we'll have links to, uh, to your store, to the website. Um, before we sign off, is there anything people should know, uh, that I didn't ask about mushrooms, about you, about fresh cap, uh, that, that they should know? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, if, if, if any of this piqued your interest or piqued your curiosity, I encourage you to kind of just learn. There's lots of great information. We got a lot of good uh, information on our website as well. I understand mushrooms can be kind of an esoteric topic uh, and they're a little bit more difficult to understand. But um, yeah, if, you have, if anybody out there has any questions, uh, feel free to reach out and we're always happy to continue the conversation. Cool. So again, we'll put all of your contact information uh, in our show notes and anybody who wants to get in contact, buy some mushrooms, they'll be able to do all that directly from, um, from our website and uh, in the show notes that we post for this podcast. Awesome. So thanks so much for having me on. Absolutely. This is a great conversation. I feel like I learned so much about, uh, about mushrooms and, um, you know, whenever I have these conversations, I just get super excited to just go do the thing that I, <laughs> that I talked to the person about. So like now I'm just super motivated to just wind the day down with some, uh, some of that unwind mix that I got, nice. um, and just, and just double down on some reishi mushroom. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, this has been great. And, and I'm excited to go grow some mushrooms. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but now I'm like, I'm like thinking I need to go uh, start one of these kits. Um, and uh, do, I was just about to sign up with a question. When you grow mushrooms, does it need, you can't do that in the sun, I'd imagine. Does it need to be like dark and cold or? No, actually, surprisingly, some mushrooms do need light. They don't need light like plants do because they don't um, photosynthesize. So you don't need like direct sunlight. Um, but they do need nice kind of ambient lighting, uh, most mushrooms anyways, like button mushrooms, you can grow them in the dark and the cold, um, but mushrooms like reishi or lion's mane, they do need a little bit of light to flourish. And if they don't get that light, they'll grow kind of weird and it just won't be right. So they don't grow in the sun like plants. They need humidity, fresh air, uh, generally relatively cool temperatures um, and a little bit of light. Right on. Cool. Well, this has been very exciting. This has been a, a fun conversation, Tony. Thank you so much for joining me today. We'll be sure to link to all of your resources uh, again at holisticnootropics.com. And for more, be sure to check out the show notes to this podcast on holisticnootropics.com. Thank you so much for listening and watching. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Thanks for listening. For more brain-boosting info, in-depth articles, and show notes, check out holisticnootropics.com.